This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. What has simultaneously gotten worse and more expensive? I saw this meme uh, probably on Twitter. I think I was, I don't know if I was telling you this. I'm thinking about uh, maybe maybe kind of sort of considering going back on, on Twitter. I've been eh, scouting it out. But I've been spending my time on Gab. Uh, either way, I saw this meme on Twitter. What has simultaneously gotten worse and more expensive? What do you think about when you think of that? What's gotten worse and more expensive at the same time? Uh, so I thought, well, maybe the news, the news is, is terrible. But I don't know that you could say that it's gotten more expensive. I guess you could make some argument that, you know, for example, I pay for Epic Times now. Never paid for any news like that before. But if you want anything that's uh, somewhat reliable, it's kind of how the, the direction that it's going. Uh, what else? Flying. But I don't know if you could argue that flying's gotten more expensive. Some of the deals out there are fantastic. Now, you know, it depends on when you're flying and, and things like that and where you're going to. But I don't know. I think price pressures in part is what's made flying so terrible anymore. And then I thought, I'm talking about cars and how they've scammed, just like with college and health care and houses. And now it's with this uh, climate change that they're convincing people to buy these electric cars. But I thought, you know, it's funny how the mind works, and I don't know what your answer would be. If you, I, I'd like to hear. You could email me at info at christopherscottshow.com. We'll do a little informal poll. I don't usually get a big response to these kinds of questions, but we'll see if this draws anything out. What's gotten worse and more expensive? I, you know what the number one thing that I thought of after I stood back and I thought, what am I missing here? The government. That the government, it just really goes to prove how important it is that government be limited. Because the resources that a bad government consumes make it unbearable and leave you with no other options because they're taking all the money. Kind of fascinating when you think about it. Tucker Carlson Carlson said that the United States should ban electronic voting machines. Do you agree? I do. There was a time when I was talking about online voting. I no longer feel that way. It should be a, a registration process and uh, a process that, that's much more uh, regulated and a, a clear paper trail for every step. Um, here's a little interesting tidbit for you. The numbers are in. How does uh, he intend to win President Joe Biden spending virtually no money for his reelection campaign in the second quarter? Um, had only four people on the payroll, spent less than $1,500 on travel and accommodations and airfare. In all, Biden's campaign spent about a million dollars in the second quarter. Obama, by comparison, spent $11 million in the second quarter of 2011. So what's Biden doing? How does he intend to win? No response on that. You're not going to get an answer to that. That's some of the things I shared on Gab there. 
If you're interested in following me, I have the most exciting trend-setting page on Gab right now. Gab.com forward slash C. Scott Show. C. Scott Show at Gab.com. Hmm, that has a nice little ring. Then I saw this. It really kind of ties in with what we see right now and why I'm using this as a lead-up to a discussion about the climate scam. A statue of Teddy Roosevelt comes down and a career criminal George Floyd goes up. Fascinating when you think about it, that this guy George Floyd has put out like some kind of a civil rights hero. Um, I don't see that in any way, shape, or form. Um, they list here his, his rap sheet, three armed robberies, two violent home invasions, six burglaries, three car thefts, multiple illegal trespass, cocaine and alcohol addiction, drug dealing with meth and fentanyl, beat four victims senseless, 23 arrests, holding a gun to a pregnant belly of his robbery victim. So he's hailed a hero. Meanwhile, the Sikh, 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 I think you say, uh, Indian that would be, Hindu, right, I believe, uh, who uh, was in the 7-Eleven beating the shoplifter with the stick. Uh, they're talking about charging. I've heard they were, then they weren't, and I heard they were again. Why am I bringing this up? Let me mention this last one before I tell you my point. Trudeau government caught red-handed appointing party donors to judicial seats, judges, bought. Do you understand what that means in the terms of justice? Now, that's Canada, to be fair. Uh, but this is the new liberal world order and how it's operating. It's looking an awful lot like the Bolshevik Revolution that brought Stalin into power and what went on in Russia during that time. After all, they've been trying to make it happen here for many years. What does it all mean for us? Our fair legal system no longer exists. The government is taking control of everything, literally. You know, together with some kind of power struggle with different, you know, big industries. And then listen to this, just to, to, to paint the picture here. Millions of kids missing weeks of school attendance across the United States. Kids aren't going back to school. Parents are homeschooling them. Many, many, many. How Saudi Arabia is buying the world. What does that tell you? That they're, they're getting rid of their cash. They want assets. Converting dollars to assets. They're like, get rid of this money. So, here we are with the biggest headline of last week, the Maui story. Maui on fire. People in the ocean. It was so bad. They, the flames, they dove in the ocean, right? Uh, I saw, I think it was NBC or MSNBC, one of those two propaganda outlets. And they, no, I think it was the Atlantic. Forgive me, it was the Atlantic, I'm pretty sure. Maui is a warning for what's to come. <laughs> you, you people in Ohio, you're going to be running a long way when you go running out to the, you're going to run up to the Great Lakes or run into the Mississippi. Come on now. I saw this story. Stay with me. I have a point in all this. 
A man forced to ditch his Ford EV truck on a trip to Chicago. This is a big story making its go-arounds. I'm sure that, uh, you know, somebody in the gasoline industry, <laughs> yeah, don't believe anything you see. I'm like, this looks like a paid, you know, and Fox News shows up. This family gets frustrated, like, heck with this, we're going to rent a gas truck or whatever they did. And, uh, and suddenly Fox News happens to be there to interview them, right? Yeah, come on. I, I don't believe this stuff. But saying that these electric trucks are a big scam. Was it done on purpose? The cameras were rolling. Let's see how this goes. We know there's no charging areas. Let's go there anyway, just to make Ford look bad. I don't know. I know this, that as I said, was going to be a problem, and that was the electric distribution, already a frail network that was overtaxed. Let's plug a bunch of vehicles in. What are you going to do about the distribution? Solar panels, of course. Right, naturally, that's the easy solution. You try uh, charging a Ford truck off of solar panels, and let me know how that goes. So, <laughs> in 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 uh, in Chicago, no less, right? So this is a big story, but either way, I think it's true. People are buying these electric vehicles thinking they're helping the environment, I guess, and they're being scammed and, and overpriced with these limited ranges. They don't even understand. All under this guise of eliminating carbon. Eliminating carbon. Zero carbon is a myth, an absolute myth. And if the people that were truly con- true, true, that were saying it were truly concerned about it, they'd be planting trees, wouldn't they? Even if they felt that more needed to be done, wouldn't you plant the trees? I mean, it's a proven method to clean up the air, but no. So why? That's the magical question that I always look to answer here on the Christopher Scott Show with what has become an intelligence brief to update you on the topics at hand to make apparent the lies that are being put out by the propagandized um, uh, government-controlled media outlets. Information is government propaganda. You know it is, by the way, it's all the same. Look at this new COVID variant. They just all roll in. Oh, they might be wearing masks, and some people are. I see them. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. People believe it. They believe this nonsense. So then they put out this story, Maui burning. Why are they doing this? All to prop up more debt. They need emergency measures to prop up more debt. People go, oh, they're going to take away your rights. Yeah, that'll come naturally. Like I said, you know, when the the city workers, I think I mentioned this yesterday, can't take the the burden of the illegal immigration anymore and they just walk off the jobs. But then they, like gunpoint, told that they have to go back because it's creating a national emergency. They have to go back and and feed illegal immigrants. You just watch. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. But I know that this whole Maui thing was a big lie. It's been going on for years. If you go Google, I did it right here. Let me open this up a little bit. Crews fight an 850-acre brush fire in Lahanai. That was uh, from 2022, last year. 2021, some of the fires, especially on the Big Island and the island of Maui, ravaged areas spanning some 10,000 acres. From 2018 to 2021, at least 75,000 acres across the islands were lost to wildfires. By far the most devastating stretch in a decade and a half. This is from 2020. Puna Une fire, 95% contained. Red flag warning continues. 
Go back to 2012. Strong winds fanned two Maui wildfires. Homes evacuated. As far back as I could go in the searches, Maui wildfires, type in any year of your choice, and you will find that this has been a reoccurring pattern. Fire is primarily started by poor land management combined with fireworks. No climate change. No indicator. No, but they've gotten worse than ever, and that's because of climate change. What in the hell are they talking about? There's not even any basis to have that conversation. If you were really watching the news, what you would be seeing is somebody visiting Maui, being there, and talking to a local resident, saying, yeah, you know, uh, the grass is drier. It used to be green. Now it's brown because we don't get rain. That's not what's happening. Climate change. How can you say that, Chris Scott? You climate denier. I saw this from The Guardian. It's time for a new climate populism to show how the super rich got us and the plant into this uh, planet into this mess. This is an attack on wealthy people. This is Bolshevism 2.0. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say Bolshevism and Stalinism? Please, I beg people, do yourself a favor. Go to your favorite place to purchase books and make a little investment in a book called Gulag Archipelago. Go to the library and get it. It's a huge book. You do not need to read the whole thing. Pick any chapter, any two chapters from it, and read what was going on and tell me that history is not repeating itself. And they carted millions of people off to prisons for crimes such as speaking ill against Stalin. And even if those rumors were made up, you said something, didn't you? How many of you listening right now are guilty of uttering such things against the Fuhrer Biden and Obama? How dare you make such a threat to democracy? These are dangerous times that we're living in with this kind of talk. And then you see this where they go, oh, the super rich. We need to redistribute that that wealth to, to be equitable. Mm. Um, listen to this. U.S. awards $1.2 billion to Oxy Climate Works, a carbon air capture hub. $1.2 billion. Suppose you uh, just planted trees with that money. I don't know. This is a local story here about down wires. East Falls family dealt with live wires for days with no response after severe storms brought on by climate change. Disruptions in power because of climate change. Everything's climate change. How hot is South Florida? Beach sand was 137 degrees. And the playground floor with the poor children reached 177. (laughs) Have you ever heard them talk about... um, and then here's the photo, as, as if these lies, this is from August 10th, uh, from the Miami Herald. They, they have a, uh, this is a infrared uh, temperature gauge. You can point at something and read the temperature. They're not the most accurate. And the sand at South Beach measured between 130 and 130 degrees Fahrenheit. <gasps> oh, with feels like temperature, sometimes hitting 150, you know, all these weird terms. The sand temperature in, in Miami. When have we ever talked about that? How about the pavement temperature in Wildwood, New Jersey on the same date? 
How hot do you think that was? Hot enough that they tell you not to walk your dog on it. Hot enough that you can't walk in your bare feet. If you would interview people for this little show, they would say, oh, it was scalding to walk on it. Climate change. I remember it being exactly the same when I was a kid. The only difference was we didn't walk around acting like it was something weird. Very strange to me what's going on and why. And so, I want you to listen to something in regard to this um, this carbon uh, issue here a little bit. This is a little, um, I guess, a debate in the Senate or House of Representatives. Listen to this a second. Mr. Chairman, panelists, let me just go right down the line real fast. What percent of our atmosphere is CO2? So you have this... Um, Republican Doug LaMalfa from California, and he's asking, what percentage of the Earth's atmosphere is CO2? This presumably is some panel of uh, scientific experts here or something like Guy's a nice guy, gentleman. Listen to this. Take your best guess. You don't have to be accurate. All down the line. Repeat that question. What percent of our atmosphere is CO2, carbon dioxide? This is the well, experts. Yes, it's okay. About 5%. Five? I'll just follow you then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, uh, I'll see their five and um, suggest that we know that transportation causes 49% of CO2. So that's why we're all working on nice. energy transition. All right. Oh, and there's a good one for the lobby effort. I'll see your 5%. And I'll say that we do know, we may not know that, that we do know that 49% of it. How can you know that for what percentage if you don't know the total? So what number do you think it is? Yeah, five. Five? How about you? I didn't hear you, Mr. Oh, Dreher. Seven. Seven. Did you have one, uh, Mr. Boyd? So we got a five, seven. Uh, this price is right. Eight. I'm going to get the high end. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that, and I don't mean to I put you on ice. I ask a lot of people that because over here is climate change, climate change, CO2, CO2. I heard a couple of you on the panel saying you're looking to change your vehicles to electric, even though we don't have the electric grid. And me as a farmer, I wouldn't be real happy about running out and replacing $300,000, $500,000, million-dollar pieces of equipment because someone wants, someone wants it to be electric. The answer is 0.04%, not 1%, not a half of a percent. It's 0.04%. It's gone up from 0.03 over the last couple decades. This is what we're being all contorted into doing is this tiny change in CO2. If we go, if we get below 0.02, plant life starts dying off. So, so interestingly, it's gone up, which is good. Isn't that very interesting? The climate has gotten better. It, arguably, in many ways, people are like, well, can you say that? I'm saying that the weather here has been beautiful. I've been saying it all year. Plants growing better. Why not simply plant more trees? Not that I'm arguing with the carbon capture necessarily. And this sort of story has been making its rounds. This uh, came out in the New York Post, and I believe that Fox News put out the same, I don't even know if it's the same scientist, Scientist admits the overwhelming consensus on the climate change crisis is manufactured. Who the hell are these scientists they keep referring to? That's what I want to know. What are these climate scientists? I've never known one in my life. Well, they work for the Weather Channel. 
Really? I'm not saying there's not people focused on climate. They clearly are. Like, what are their credentials? You know, in most places, they can't get accurate day-to-day predictions of the weather, let alone you know 14-year existential threats. Then I see this. Uh, UK scientists preparing vaccines for mystery disease X because of climate change. We know that as the, climate, the, the planet warms, that it will breed more dirty bacteria and bugs and they'll attack us. And for your safety, we're going to do everything's about your safety. This, I thought, was hilarious. The Panama Canal backed up due to a drought. Can somebody tell me how that can be? I thought that the water moved between the Pacific and the Atlantic through, Atlantic through a series of locks. Why wouldn't it remain salt water in there? Is, is the Panama Canal fresh water flowing through there? How could that possibly be? Something's not right. John Stossel, big story. Arguably as big as Tucker Carlson, this John Stossel, right? I don't know about that. A climate scientist blows the lid off the manufactured consensus. Okay. So we're being lied to, misled. My wife said, but this has been going on a long time. I love these. Okay. True. It's been, the weathers have been a moneymaker. It's just that now that the intelligence agencies, the federal government, have weaponized it against us. Why and for what? What do they intend to do? That's where the scary things comes into play. Uh, at the very least, I think just to continue these emergency needs to force this borrowing, explain this borrowing of money, when in reality it's just to keep the bills paid. You know, they can't say, hey, listen, we're in deep financial trouble. We need to borrow money next month just to be able to pay the bill. They can't say that. That doesn't work. So what do they do? Well, we need a crisis to blame it on. Well, there's really nothing going on. All right, climate, climate change. Change the thermometers. Who, they're saying the CO2 levels. This guy's saying that, you know, it's gone up. And, oh, 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 who knows if that's even true? Tell me how these measures, levels are measured and that they don't vary. Come on. <laughs> and everybody's freaking out. I myself woke up this morning in a panic. <laughs> am, am, am I going to, uh, is there going to be more carbon today than yesterday? Not really. Not really. And they're talking about the vehicles produce 49% of it. What about all the methane gas bilching out of the earth? How much is that contributing? Do they have it measured? Do they have any idea? Zero. None. Zilche. None. Not at all. But yet they profess to be expert and scientists. And don't you dare disagree with the narrative. I see a big going backwards in the electric vehicles, big failure right there, and a lot of wasted money. You're gonna, I bet you, you're going to see where it's just going to quietly disappear. I really believe that. I don't know. It's like the mask thing. You know, you're going to these zealots that are, they're so committed to it that they'll never give it up. You know, it's uh, crazy times indeed. But the other thing I saw, it really made the hair on the back of my neck stand up, was when I think they asked Kirby, or he came out with a statement, there's been no decision from the White House to declare an emergency on climate, despite the fact that every storm we see is a result of warming. I thought to myself, what are they teeing up? 
just in time for the election, no less. Every storm we see, no decision on an emergency yet. Would that emergency force people to work from home? The federal government never really went back from that. You know, creating these disruptions, these uh, distractions to take away from the, the real economic state of things. Could it be? I think it has a lot to do with it. I don't know the scale of it. I do know this, that this fiat money that I have said is the, the root of the cause of our problems is feeding money to fund things like um, all this uh, division on, on, on race and gender. It's all being fed in from federal government printed fiat money. All the disruption in, in international uh, politics. All because of the easy printing of money that the whole world just soaked up. Well, they're not soaking it up anymore. Nobody, I mean, this is lunacy. Nobody wants it anymore. African countries saying, keep your aid. We're not going to bow down to LBGTQIA. I said this, the black community, you know where, you know where uh, Christian, Christianity is spreading faster than anywhere in the world? Africa. They're conservative. Oh, they know likey. Why has our military been in Africa? We don't even... We didn't tell anybody, no declared war, no reason. But yet, there's been a military presence through Trump uh, for how knows how far going back. Why? What are they doing there? Disrupting those countries. And even when those countries tell uh, Western countries to leave, they refuse. Meddling and causing disruption and funding opposition. It's unbelievable. We wonder why these countries are rebelling. They're going to declare a climate emergency that no other country does. They're going to be, will be the laughing stock. The United States needs to lead the way on climate change. It, it'll be our undoing. It's, it's like our, our lead was to Rome, this climate change and, and transgender. It's just, um, I don't know. It makes me very nervous when I hear this kind of talk. The spending alone. They're going to build these, spend billions and billions building these worthless carbon capture contraptions. You can't burn those when it gets cold, I'll tell you that. Plant more trees. I don't get it. None of it makes any sense. It doesn't make any sense because it really doesn't. If they really believe that there was flooding, what were they talking about? More resilient buildings, increasing building codes, metal roofs. Fire-resistant construction, establishing safe zones, blah, 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 blah. You don't hear any of that going on. Establishing national food reserves, none of that going on. All just an excuse to spend more money, which is naturally going to uh, come back to taking away people's rights. They'll, they will. They're going to have to. They're going to have to steal the money. They'll be forced to take it to continue to prop it up. Whatever it takes, arrest, enslave doesn't matter because it's too big to fail, I suppose. What are you going to do? God willing, I'll be back on Friday. I got a great podcast lined up. You don't want to miss it. A lot of information to go over. God willing, I'll be there Friday. Hope to see you there. Make it a great day.